You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 276. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 276. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Oh, baby. Episode 276. Man, we've been doing this a minute, haven't we? Well, I was thinking about it. I'm pretty sure in March, in the new year, it'll be six years. Six years. Like, we've spit some game up on this this podcast platform. And we still have people listening to us. I know. I know. Well, you know, it's kind of cool also to look at it and the, the evolution of it, you know, because there was, we went through that period where... I really had a hard time, like with whatever you would pipe in oh, with. Oh, some control issues. And, yeah, I was re- I was relinquishing <laughs> some control. Oh, with control. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that. Oh, those days. Mm-hmm. And remember when you took a break back in the episodes of the thirties? Let's just take a break. You took a break. Yeah, I and, need some space. And every <laughs> we're in a holding pattern, <laughs> and everybody who was listening at the time was like, "Yeah, yeah, your guests are great, but bring back Mr. Smith." Where's Mr. Smith at? Yeah, and I know, I know. I'm just really grateful because I knew I wanted a different format of show. Mm-hmm. I, as everybody does interviews. Yeah. Everybody does yeah. interviews. Everybody does. And I have a shit ton to say, so I wanted to do most of the talking, <laughs> but I needed a sidekick. But it's nice to have somebody that you can voice to right there at the moment. I think as a listener, it's nice to have two the, different voices. The voice of the people over there? The voice of the people, yes. Yeah, I love it. The bald head of the people. That's right. That's me. Well, and I think you also, what I've heard from a lot of people is, one, they get a lot of benefit from your tidbits and your nuggets and like your perspectives about things. Sure, yeah, 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 that's great. the other thing is that they see what an evolved, beautiful man looks like. And But what's possible? Because so many people are locked into this belief around, you know, those types of men don't exist and i've had time i mean i'm just i'm celebrating you a little bit well, thank you the only thing it is you... my it was my birthday on sunday so that's right all you have to do is receive babe i'm receiving yeah i am in the mode of receive so i'm feeling the blessings upon me i'm it's very nice i'm thank grateful you. for you i'm grateful for the audience and i was just thinking about it today just how Seriously, like I haven't brushed my teeth. I'm in my jammies still. I know you have your I voted by mail sticker on. Still. Represent. I mean, by the time you listen to this, guys, the shirt will be in the wash. But Hopefully. But I'm proud of my voting. and I'm proud of your voting, too. My hygiene is questionable. But I, <laughs> I, think, about, I think about how fucking lucky am I to do this and then yeah. pop on to Facebook and connect with all of you guys. So anyway, I'm yeah. just super grateful today. Yeah. And we've got an awesome topic for you. Oh, and yeah. this is all around some of the places we get stuck in personal development as we start to create this heightened awareness around who we are, our capabilities, our limiting beliefs, our self-talk. 
how we can actually start stunting or arresting our growth once we really start to unpack all of these components that are going on with us. So we're going to explore that a little bit. That's cool. But since since I've been pumping you up a little bit, why don't you take the mic yeah, for a little bit? Yeah, why don't we bit. do a little segment we like to call... Would you rather... Yes. And it's my segment. It's a oh. no-nonsense segment. That's right. <laughs> Let's get right to it. This is my show, and this is a no-nonsense show. I'm not going to take any crap from nobody. <laughs> All right. So, would you rather have to go to the emergency room with your hand stuck in a jar or your head stuck in a bucket? Oh, I mean, I mean, definitely my hand stuck in a jar. Yeah? What if the jar has drugs in it? Oh, what kind of drugs? Because if it's like weed or mushrooms, like, that's fine. It's fine. Mm, oh, let me qualify this here. Let me but, see. Okay, so, because that's easy. I, I would definitely go with my hand stuck in a jar. Like, right, who right. Who wouldn't, right? Head stuck in a bucket? No. That's too easy. All right, so. I'm almost wondering if, like, what if it didn't have drugs in it? What if it had, like... A dildo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. Like, wow. This is going... I took it there. This is going way... This is why we have explicit content mm-hmm. rating, everybody. That right there. What if it had like a giant hissing cockroach or Ooh, or like a go. spider, a tarantula or something, like something okay. freaky like that. All right, let's do let's do a cockroach stuck in it. Okay, and but then... like which kind? <laughs> <laughs> An African hissing. Okay. All right, if there is such a thing. Is it there's something hissing? Some I don't hissing know if it's cockroach. African. I just don't like anything that hisses, period. I'm like, why are you so pissed off though? Like, just don't hiss. That's like, right. Nobody wants to hear that. Just even if you could just go shh yeah, no. instead of hissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's a human or a horse, well, I don't want to hear you hiss. Like, let's not do that. No hissing. Okay. okay. No hissing zone. It's right a no here. hissing zone right mm-hmm. here. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we qualified that. <laughs> okay. So the, the, okay. So you either have a bucket stuck on your head and you're going to have to explain mm-hmm. how that Why happened. your head is stuck in a bucket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what what if it's like, it could be something really noble, like you were trying to rescue a baby out of a burning building, and like you, as you stumbled in, you tripped and fell into a bucket. Got to qualify this one too. All right. <laughs> no, I think just the sheer embarrassment of an entire like, because I. I mean, picture, you could make up anything. You could say I was saving the world. I picture it though, where and it's not just like a, a bucket hat. It's like all over your face, like yeah, you're yeah, yeah. a walking around bucket yeah, like head. It, yeah. Like the you you've seen the videos with the dog with their head stuck in a bucket, like that. Oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> or or okay. So it it's it's either dealing with my fear of cockroaches, mm-hmm. which or is, your fear of embarrassment, or my fear of embarrassment. I think the cockroach wins in my in your case. You mean I would go with a bucket? Mm-hmm. I don't think I would. What? I can't imagine. Wow. Like I can't imagine you. You can see the cockroach. It's leading, a glass jar. leading me around with a bucket on my head, checking me in to the ER. Like I can't imagine. Although, <laughs> although now that I think about it, that would be total Smitty fashion, and you, it would it would be hilarious. We would post pictures of it everywhere. Totally. I'd become a meme sensation. Here's Amy with her head stuck in a bucket. <laughs> Hashtag typical day in my neighborhood. No. I, 
But I feel like with a cockroach, I could mentally go, I know that I know it's not gonna hurt you. It's, well, it's it's highly unlikely because some of them do bite. I I've actually done research on it. Oh That's how deep this goes. Anyway, I still think I'd pick that one. You're still gonna go with the jar? Maybe not. Okay, let's do the bucket wow. just just for the sheer internet fame of it. <laughs> all right, for the for the uh, YouTube sensation of it all. How about you? Um, I'm gonna go with my hand stuck in a jar. I figured. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably and to be honest, eaten cockroaches. I have. To, and, to be, and to be honest, tastes like chicken. I could probably get my hand out of a jar. Like I would break it in a way that I wouldn't have to go to the emergency room. Well, that's going to be something in after hours that people. Are like, I know, so you can't do that. So you can't break the. So jar. you can't do that, people. You can't do that. You can't break it. You, you have. have to go to the emergency room. Yeah, it's like really. Stuck. And then they just break it. <laughs> something you could have done at home. Yeah. Wow, I don't think we really thought this. Uh, Did not think this. This through. would you rather? This would you rather is. Failing us. But I think this is good. So I would love to hear your rationale. And if you weren't aware, every single Monday we talk about this over in my private Facebook group. It's called the Joy Junkie After Hours Club. And we discuss the Would You Rather each week. And Mr. Smith kind of runs runs the show as far as what sort of loopholes people try to come up with. But it's really hilarious. People's answers. It's fun. And sometimes they're extremely thought out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. good on like, you. Wow, you took some time on that one. But aside from that, we also do tons of discussion about what's coming up in personal development. Everyone is an amazing support at one another. Absolutely no selling or promos. None of that's allowed. So we really stay focused on personal growth. And then every Thursday at 4 p.m., I do a live training and I talk about whatever's going on for the group. So come hang out with us. There's always cool things hanging out over there, some behind-the-scenes action. All you have to do is go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. It will redirect you right over to that group, and you can hang out. Sounds like fun. Yeah. So let's jump into some of the common personal growth pitfalls that I've seen over my, fuck, 10, 15 years of doing this, and how you can actually avoid them. So one of the things that I mentioned just a second ago was this concept of dabbling in personal development. Here's why I think that this is such a challenge. It's really similar to grabbing a brand new fitness DVD, but then not really doing it, or eating really healthy or getting on a health kick for a couple of weeks and then not sustaining it. And it's this process of starting but then giving up before you've created a really concrete habit Hmm. and then your inner critic kind of comes in and goes see that doesn't work for you see journaling doesn't work for you see positive self-talk doesn't work for you see and really what's happening is you're not immersing yourself into the field work that's what i like to call it the actual hitting the mat And you might have heard me talk about this metaphor before, but it's almost like you've consumed all of these books, all of these podcasts, all of this information about Pilates, let's say. You understand all of it, but you don't have rock and abs because you haven't hit the mat. You haven't actually started to do the the 100. You haven't... (laughs) Is that what that was? Can you see? (laughs) I I, I felt it. I felt it. I didn't have to be here. Well, that's because, you know... We're on the airwaves. I got to do some sound effects. Your audio magic. (laughs) (laughs) But if you don't hit the map, what you've done now is you've consumed, you've collected personal development, but you haven't implemented. Oh, yeah. 
So it's like a lot of people who say, like, I really want to lose weight. They know exactly what they need to do. You know that you need to really establish some boundaries about what you consume and put into your system. You know that you need to develop some sort of repetition around getting into a physical activity. However, we don't do it long enough to create a new way of being. And this also happens with programs and concepts that are released on podcasts or books or things like that where there's no way to create a substantial change over time Mm -hmm. because what happens when and and i i have to really watch this myself as well like if you're listening to a book you might grab a really great concept but then how does that actually impact your life unless you decide to do the journaling prompts or unless you decide to say things differently to your partner or unless you start to say different things to yourself in your own mind every day over and over again without fail until it becomes rooted in your subconscious and a new way of operating the way i see this yeah in teaching is the student that's perpetually trying to get information before they start practicing oh that's so good right the person that is like oh well i'm not ready yet and uh, i don't have enough and you know it's like no you've got to start doing it that's right there's no alternatives that's right you have to implement the knowledge. That's right. You can't just leave it sit there. It's got to be put into action. Well, and even when we look at it from like an assign- a scientific standpoint and what is actually happening as the synapses fire in your brain is you are essentially creating a new neural pathway anytime you do something yeah, new. Absolutely. So it's like you're trying to drive down a street that has been covered with brush and you need to, like a machete to get through all the foliage and you need to wear out that pathway over and over again before it feels like no big deal to go down that road. So an example that I've used in the past is when we first learned to drive a car, let's say, in our youth, And we have to think about every possible step. We have to think about, oh my gosh, my mirrors. And oh my gosh, that person's too close to me. Oh my God. You know, and like, oh wait, wait. And I got to turn right. And what are the, wow, what are the rules on this? Do I come to, and everything is really heightened because it's not wired in our, that neural pathway is brand new. We're learning something completely new. Yeah. The more you do that with repetition, I would say that arguably for most of us, it has become a really subconscious habit we don't have to think about all of those things as consciously now as we did when we first learned it that's Mm -hmm. exactly what happens with personal development but a lot of times what happens is it's like you're starting to learn the new processes and it feels too hard and you give up before it becomes habitual yep that's the key and that can happen a lot of times when people collect personal development but don't implement Mm -hmm. so it's this i know what to do but i'm not doing it Mm -hmm. and i'm not doing it with repetition and consistency over a longer period of time that's why when i created my deep down and dirty program it was important to me that it spanned over a long enough time period where people could create lasting change Hmm. that married with working with the subconscious mind as well as the conscious mind that creates that sustainability over a longer period of time. Number one is stop dabbling in personal development. Stop just collecting. You have to actually implement and do the field work. Number two reason where personal growth might show up as a bit of a pitfall for you. Your habits 
Don't reflect your desires. So a very simple way to look at this is to break down your habits between three different categories. The categories are your behavior, what you choose to do day in and day out, your environment, who you are around and what you are around. Mm -hmm. And finally, your self-talk, how you are fueling your mind day in and day out. So a great way for you to kind of size this up, and again, this is going to take you not just driving to work right now or not just cooking or doing your makeup or working out, but actually taking time to put pen to paper and do this exercise. So you would write out, here are all the desires. Here are the things that I really want in my life. Things like I might might want to start my own business. I might want to get back into really good physical shape or deal with an ailment or maybe I want to manifest love in my life or I would like really rich friendships. Put a list of here's if I really allowed myself to live optimally and as fulfilled as possible, these are the things that I would want. I think that might take some thought for some people because I think some people might not know yeah, or think they know, but when they start really delving into a list like this, they might change their their thoughts. That's right. And I think one of the places to look is, and it depends how involved you want to get with this assignment, but start looking at those desires and go, what do I assume this thing will give me? Yeah. Because what we're usually after is some sort of an emotion, some sort of feeling. We don't go after anything for the fuck of it. We do it because we think of what it will give us. Mm-hmm. If I'm married, then I will receive love and I want love and that will make me feel happy and that will make me feel joyful or whatever. So same thing. We pursue wealth or riches or whatever because we assume that that will give us freedom and that is what we are looking for. Now, sometimes it likely will. And then other times when you look at your desires, you figure out that the only reason why you wanted that master's degree was because it'll make you look favorable to your parent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you have to start unpacking, Am I? is this a desire of my heart or is this a desire of somebody else's heart? Interesting. Is it yeah. really about my own personal fulfillment? And every, every year around the new year, we do a whole process on this to I create a worksheet and a, a big planner for the new year. And so keep an eye on that because we're going to be talking about desires and things like that coming up in the next month or two. So your habits don't reflect your desire. So you would write out, here are all the things that I desire. And then in another column, you would write out, here are all my daily habits. So for instance, if you really want to start your own business, but every single day you lose three hours to a Netflix Hmm. binge, or you're constantly on Instagram instead of connecting with your partner, and that's what you really want is a rich relationship, then it's looking as though you have an inconsistency between your desires and your habits. Mm -hmm. So after, after you've done those two things, then start evaluating those three pieces of your habits, your behavior. What are you doing day in and day out? If you want a really rocking body or you want to feel really healthy or strong, what habits are either contributing to that or not contributing to that in your life? Your environment, if you want really rich friendships, are you entertaining people in your life who constantly pull you down or have negative self-talk themselves or are cynical or even what they talk about most of the time brings you down? 
something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then finally, your self-talk. Do your habits encourage you that you could accomplish your desires? Or what you're saying to yourself in your head all the time, is it something like that's not possible for you or you don't deserve that or that's not realistic? Then your self-talk is not congruent with your desires. All right? So take some time to do those columns, one column of your desires, one column of your habits, and look for inconsistencies there and start looking at what is one baby step, right? Instead of thinking, okay, well, that's it. I'm going to work out five days a week then. No, let's just say, let's just not be sedentary. How about one step in the right direction is better than nothing, right? It could just be one workout, right? All right. Workout at a time, baby. Number one. You have got to start implementing instead of collecting personal development. Number two, you have to start looking at your desires matching your habits, being congruent with your behavior, environment, and self-talk. Number three, this is a huge one. You think you can do it alone. This is a huge personal development misconception. We are wired for connection. And I remember when I went to pers- or went to coaching school, it was really incredible. They said the dynamic between the coaching relationship is almost like a one plus one equals three. Hmm. So instead of each of them, like me as a coach being able to think up all these things for somebody's life or that client being able to think up all these solutions for their life is really nothing compared to what we can do synergistically and together. The ability to have accountability, to foster creativity with two consciousnesses that way mm-hmm. can create such a astronomical amount of change. That compounded by the fact that we will be far more successful if we have accountability. I mean, think about how many times you don't really get into shape unless you have a trainer, mm-hmm. unless you have somebody who you have to show up and they will call your ass out yeah. or you're going to lose some fucking money because there is some skin in the game. There is some reason why you have to follow through that is discipline from something other than yourself. Yeah. Because then what we do if we think we can do it all by ourselves is we go, oh, no, no, I can I can figure it out. Sometimes this comes from I'm the strong one and I always muscle through. It's like this hero complex. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a financial situation where you think, oh, I can't. This can, this is very much my issue with money. And I've had to work through a lot of that with investing in things. And I've grown leaps and bounds with that because totally. my perspective was always like oh I can do that myself I can be, yeah. I can I can figure that out myself oh I don't need to spend money on that and what I realized is I'm yeah. not spending money necessarily on the tactics or the skills I'm paying money for the transformation right. I'm paying money for that actual accountability to get my ass into action sure that's what it's really about. So th- this can be very different for every single person, but you've got to have some kind of accountability around whatever personal development process you're going through. Somebody you're checking in with, maybe it's a book club, maybe it's a coach, maybe it's a program, maybe it's a therapist, maybe it's an accountability buddy, but <laughs> something that is ritualistic. So for instance, I have, I still meet with my coach. You guys, I studied this in the beginning of the, two, probably the mid 2000s. I went to coaching school, I think in 05 originally. Right. So we're talking 13 years plus right. that I've been involved in personal development and I still have a coach 
every two weeks. Yeah. Because... I have to? No, because I know that my success is catapulted through accountability. So I fuse into my schedule an element of accountability so that I know I'm always consistently being held to that. Yeah. It's paramount. Yeah. So I will ask you, how's it going doing it by yourself? So, you know, so <laughs> how's it going? Can, though? Like, um, like, for instance, me working out, think of an event that I'm going to be doing or going to. And then I set my goal for that. Right. Like I have a little bit more of a discipline around it now. Not always. But I found that if I, you know, I've gone through the personal training. I've gone to all the different gyms. I've done all that. Yep. And for me, what worked was having an event that I needed to prepare for. That's right. 510K run, going to the Bahamas, having my shirt off. You know, those types of things were events that I could plan for. And I'm like, I need to look like this by then. Or I need to have this body fat by that time. Right. And that was my motivation. So I think it's it's key to find out what it is that motivates you in those moments. That's right. That's right. right? Well, I think what, what you're talking about is really pivotal here because it really depends on your ability to self-discipline and be consistent. Yeah. So what I see by and large are people who go, oh, I don't need that. Like there must be some kind of weakness in accountability. Like I should have to muscle through. Mm -hmm. But they're doing it in an area where just having that accountability would set them up for success. Right. So much more. Right. Like can I accomplish all of this stuff without my coach? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. But having that accountability makes my job a fuck ton easier. So in your situation, it was not like you were at your wit's end. Like I need something. Yeah. You did have enough discipline and enough fire under your ass to actually get into action. Now, for a lot of you, you might have that in one arena. You might have tons of self-discipline in your career, let's say. But health and fitness, you struggle. Then get accountability in health and fitness. Or vice versa. If you really struggle in, like, let's say, your relationship, don't try to just fucking muscle through. Go get some help on that. Actually get some accountability where you have to consistently pay attention to that area over and over again. Mm -hmm. So again, I think what you're talking about is really important to examine your own self-discipline and you don't have to be a fucking hero. Yeah. Like if you need accountability, go get it. I like that. All right. Great point, baby doll. All right. So we have got stop collecting. Number one, stop collecting, start implementing. Number two, make sure that your desires match your habits. Number three, Get some accountability. Number four, this is a huge one that I also see around where kind of personal growth goes awry. And that's this concept of thinking that you're done, that you've already dealt with this, or even the idea that you will eventually arrive. Like mm-hmm. I'll eventually be totally and completely healed or complete or you know, all of a sudden the clouds will open and that's not how it works. It's really similar to, I'll describe it as almost having a headache and you're really acutely focused on the pain. And as you, as you go through your day, you're just like, God, all you can feel is the pain in your head, right? Mm -hmm. You take some Advil or you take whatever weed and you eventually have that pain dissipate but you don't have a stark moment where you go oh my gosh there it's gone it's just all of a sudden you're like oh shit my headache went away and you you can't pinpoint exactly when it went away yeah it's just oh i'm not in pain anymore you realize that it's not there yeah and sometimes you don't even realize right 
sometimes you just go about your life. Much later, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it's like with personal development. You don't have this like fire and brimstone moment where all of a sudden you're like, I'm confident. (laughs) You just kind of realize in hindsight like, oh, I handled that scenario with my mom way different than I normally do. Oh my gosh, I'm growing, right? Yeah, yeah. So really start to dismantle this idea that you are ever going to arrive or that you're never going to have to deal with things again or that you are complete and you are done. No, this is an ever-evolving process. And in fact, when you stay open to that, there's no end to the amount of learning and development that you can create. So I'm also going to link in the show notes to a podcast I did a few months ago specifically about about that concept of like, I'm done with this already. I thought I already dealt with this. Because that is one of the biggest things that I think people start to beat themselves up over. Like, oh my gosh, I did all this therapy working on my relationship with my father. Why is it coming up again in this new relationship that I'm in? Hmm. Because you're not done, honey. (laughs) Because you didn't have this trigger arrive. 10 years ago when you dealt with it in therapy. Mm -hmm. We will just contend with new triggers throughout our life. It doesn't mean you haven't made a shit ton of headway. It just means that there's still some triggers there. And you have to regroup and recontend with those things. All right. Number five. And this is sort of in tandem with that one. Beating yourself up because you should know better. So a lot of times I'll see when people have really started to create this awareness and they've learned about self-talk or they've learned about beliefs or core values or whatever, now they go, how could I not see that? Yeah. Or, gosh, you know how to speak kindly to yourself or you know how to get yourself, ugh. And you beat yourself up for not being flawless. And the deal is, is all personal development is, is it's a new operating system it's a modus operandi it's a way in which we govern ourselves it doesn't mean that it's flawless it doesn't mean that it's without hardship it doesn't mean that it is absent of the human experience you're going to feel hurt if you're rejected you are going to be in pain if somebody says something hurtful to you but it's about how do you contend with those hardships right instead of going oh my gosh, I, I I can't believe this is happening. I should have known better. I know I'm a smart person. How could I not see that? It's going, okay, here's something that I'm up against. What is the learning? Because a lot of times if we are slipping into that place of berating ourselves and negative self-talk, we're completely skipping the what. What was I meant to see? What was I meant to uncover? What was the role of this hardship? Because usually we spin out in the, why did this happen to me? I should have known better. And you're only in this kind of diatribe towards yourself. Yeah. Take a step out of that and go, ooh, what was the role of this? Because then what, you guys? Then you get to grow. Then you get to course correct. Then you get to make new decisions. And that's powerful. That's where your personal development can thrive. So, number one, implement, don't just collect. Number two, make sure your desires and your habits are congruent. Number three, get some accountability if it's an area where your discipline is is a little bit atrophied. Number four, get really conscious that this journey is going to be ever-evolving. Yeah. Okay? Number five, 
know that it's about searching for your learning instead of telling yourself you should know better. All right? Mm -hmm. And then number six, this one is probably, it's a close second to the most common. It's a close second to people collecting and not implementing. This one is focusing on helping others instead of looking at yourself. Oh, for sure. That's always easier. This is you if you hear these podcasts and you go, oh my God, my mom does that. Oh my God, my mom needs to hear this. Oh my God, my best friend needs to hear this. I just did this this morning where I was listening to a book, an audio book, and I immediately was like, oh my gosh, that's my best friend. And like wanting to go share the wisdom with her. Like here, yeah. you need to go do. And oh my gosh, that's that's totally Mr. Smith. And right. wanting to go share it with him. And I had to really stop and go, uh, I see where it's happening here. <laughs> okay, what are you not seeing for yourself? Right. Because you're so focused on fixing and sharing advice with other people. Totally. So that is huge, you guys. And that remedy is as simple as noticing when you're doing that and then checking in internally and going, what do I need to see? What do I need to learn from this little tidbit, from that little nugget? So let your entry point be that pull to, oh, I got to tell my bestie or, oh, I got to tell my mom. I got to share it. She's got to listen to that. That's your entry point. That's your awareness piece. Like, oh, shit, I'm doing it. Exactly what happened to me this morning. And then go into the what am I missing for me? Because both can exist, right? Like you can still share that, but it's likely that that focus on that other person is arresting your viewpoint of what's happening internally for you. So start looking inside and going, what is what is there for me, right? Hmm, yep. All right, so let's do a quick recap of some personal growth pitfalls and how to avoid them. Number one, start implementing instead of just collecting and consuming. Number two, make sure that your desires are really congruent with your daily habits, the things that you do, the people that you're around, and what you say to other people and to yourself. Number three, Get accountability in areas of personal growth where you don't have discipline. If you continue to let yourself get walked on, if you continue to think that you're not enough, if you continue to buy into the idea that you're not worthy or it's not possible for you to ever be loved or you don't deserve it, then honey, stop being a fucking hero and get some accountability around it. All right? Nice. Number four, let go of the idea that you're ever going to be done. You will be revisiting and traveling this journey for the rest of your life. And that's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's an amazing thing. You have to embrace that. It means perpetual learning. That's beautiful. Number five, stop beating yourself up because you think you should know better and start asking yourself, what was I meant to learn through this hardship? And number six, when you find yourself wanting to share all these tidbits and advice with other people, check in with yourself and go, what was I meant to learn through this concept, tip, advice, podcast, whatever. Great. Great job. So there you have it. I need to get a little sip of tea here. Yeah. There's so much there. Mm -hmm. There's so much there. And I think, like you were saying in one of those steps, just take your first step. You don't have to do all of these at once. Because that's a lot to bite off. Just find something in there that resonates. Go with that. That's right. That's right. And then have this list out on your desk so that when things do come up, you can kind of look and glance at it and pick something up off of it. That might be your first thing is just making this list. 
Well, you know, I love that you brought that up because when you hear all these things, it's likely that you go, ooh, that's me. Yeah. So whichever one that is, and it's it's probably going to be one or two. It's it's not necessarily likely that it's going to be all of them. And, sure, you know, sure, because you sure. listen to this, you do something. You yeah. know, you get into some sort of action. But there might be one of these that hurts more that you go, yikes, that's really my hang up. So focus on that one. Right. But I think having all of them written down absolutely where you can view it you can kind of toggle that's right in between you can go oh i'm gonna work on this one today or oh today i'm meeting with so-and-so i'm gonna work on this or yeah you know you can kind of play with it yep great idea sending you guys so much love it's so amazing to be back on the pod and to be connecting with all of you guys and I just, I just have such a, a heart full of gratitude. So we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith out.